0: WaveAct, the web-free software company that understands what you want. Hi everyone, welcome at WaveAct. Today with Zach Darius, I think you know him from a previous podcast and he was so kind to jump on it. Again, first of all, thanks Zach for being here and let me introduce you for a second. Uh, Most people might already know you, but for those who don't, uh, let me repeat. Zach is currently the CEO of his own web-free LinkedIn-focused growth, marketing, and sales agency called ZDTS. He's also a strategic advisor to several web-free projects, growth, and marketing agencies as well. So thanks again, mate. Really, really thank you for taking the time. And yeah, today we will talk about people don't buy products, they buy people. So uh, starting out with that, want to drop some other words onto it, like something I missed or uh, let's put it that way. What are you currently working on that I don't know about or you think people would
1: really like to know? Cool. So first of all, I would like to thank you for having me back on the show. I've watched every single episode that you've done so far. Everyone on the LinkedIn platform loves oh. this podcast. So I'm super grateful that you've asked me to come back on, Um, what are we working on at the moment? So last year, we were really heavily focused on growing communities, right? That still is a major focus for us. However, we've decided to dedicate a lot of time and energy to helping strategic advisors, consultants and agencies within the Web3 space specifically. Um, to improve their brand and to make sure that they can execute better services for their clients. The reason why we're doing this, Kevin, um, in January of 2022, there was 875 strategists, consultants, and agencies on the LinkedIn platform that specialized in Web3, NFT, Metaverse, DeFi, all of these buzzwords, right? When we did a search at the beginning of the year in January, it's grown from, in the space of 12 months, from 875 strategic advisors, consultants, and agencies to 22,000. It's wow. crazy. You know, it's like, it's alarm bells, right? It's like, uh-huh. have is there really been a growth of over 21,000 individuals who know how to execute in Web3? Kind of makes me think like how in the past three months, we've seen so many AI experts and consultants come onto the scene and we all have private jokes about it, right? Yeah. So because of the fact that we've been able to execute successfully on many projects, we have very detailed step-by-step guidelines, strategic solutions, and step-by-step guides that, that we use to execute for our clients. And because I'm only one man, there's only so many people I can help myself, it made sense that we dedicated time and energy to helping other people in the space the ones that genuinely have a passion for helping people um to help them generate the right kind of customers and to actually deliver because we want this space to grow for sure like many people do but We don't want bad actors with smoke and mirrors and stuff like that, benefiting from the vulnerability of people who want to grow their projects. So let's identify the right individuals and the right businesses who are passionate about helping people grow. And let's just give them the tools and resources that they need to be successful.
0: That sounds awesome, mate. if I understood correctly, you actually are building some kind of competition to your own agency, right? Why are you doing this or did I misunderstood it?
1: No, you're spot on. A lot of people actually think that I'm building competition. And anytime I pitch these agencies, and I'm telling you, like the first call with them, the first two to three minutes is like, what's the agenda here? Why is someone else who's crushing it trying to help me crush it, too? And it's just like what I said a minute ago, I'm only one person. There's only so many people that I can actually help with my agency, regardless of how big we scale. So if we have like a consortium of sorts of agencies that are actually recommended, approved, and they know how to deliver, then I'm doing the right job. We are giving our blueprint away to other individuals to help them grow and scale. But the end goal is this whole industry Goes outside of the box and it becomes more successful. So, individually you can win, and this is like my life up motto. Individually you can win; together you can be legendary.
0: Love it, love it. We all wanna be uh, legends, right? In the end, so. <laughs> you're a legend. <laughs> uh, well, uh, before I'm a legend, you're uh, you're the one. So, um, you talked about all these, let's say, agencies and consultants out there. So one question that many people might ask themselves now is, how do you actually stand out and how, let's say, what, what kind of unique selling propositions, so to call it, right? How can you be unique on the market?
1: People don't buy products, they buy people, right? That's, that's basically it. That's all it's down to. If you can establish yourself as, and people don't like this word, but as a thought leader or a key opinion leader within this space, you can build an audience, you can inspire people, you can motivate people, people are going to trust you, right? If it's not fake, if you genuinely are coming from a position of you want to help, people are going to believe you. And the only way you can do that is constantly deliver good quality co- content be available in live events where you open up your platform to other people and give them opportunities and word of mouth will do the rest.
0: Love it. Yeah. Word of mouth is in the end, always the strongest form of marketing and lead generation, right? Um, so basically when we talk about actually, as you said, people buy people, right? They don't buy products. So the question that actually generates a qualified lead or the process behind that, that's something that actually many startups, I would say, struggle with, right? Um, Having a constant deal flow and actually building a company from scratch because once you're settled with a client, you need another one. And how to actually have that system repeatable, what kind of tips or recommendations do you have in that regard?
1: To answer that, I need to address the problem. And the problem is all of these individuals try to establish their brand first, before they try to establish their own personal brand, their company brand over their personal brand. So they create a company page, they build a website, they make a company page for LinkedIn, for Twitter, for all these other accounts. And generally as a rule of thumb, People prefer to see individuals rather than the name of a business on a logo like performing really well and sharing content. So the steps that they need to implement is take the time, create your own content, build your own audience. And if they buy into you, if they like you as an individual, they're going to naturally check out your business. The leads will come through towards the business based on the value that you provide for yourself. So if you're in the mindset right now where, okay, I've been an independent, just as an example, I've been an independent consultant for about six to 12 months. I have the capital to hire more staff and actually build an agency, could be a development agency, could be a marketing agency, right? What do I do? Do I either start pushing this brand and put ad money into it, pay for partnerships and sponsorships and things like this or do i continue doing everything that i was doing as an individual consultant don't change what doesn't need to be fixed the only difference is you're not only representing yourself now you're also representing your company which shouldn't make a difference because anyone who buys into you anyone who buys into your business is buying into you
0: Absolutely love that. Um, what, what I heard all the time when thinking about brand building, right? Um, they all say the same as you just did, right? Start with your personal brand and then drag your company brand along with you. Don't start with company. Nobody likes faceless uh, companies anymore, right? So, absolutely with you. And when, when we talk about generating or actually building that trust that f- hopefully finally results into some kind of sale or lead um, that's also the main tool here would be good content right or building relationship these kind of things if not please correct me and add some things to that but um, what one thing i really want to highlight here for example i put out content every day for over a year now and you are for example still having double the impressions per year than I do. For example I'm at 1.5 million and I just saw or basically you told me that you have over 3 million impressions and that's just crazy. So that would be also something I personally also would be really interested in. how How do you do that and how does it work?
1: Cool. Awesome. So I have a book called Crushing It on LinkedIn, which I can give to you or to anyone who reads this podcast. Maybe we can put a link to the book in the description. It's a step by step guide that gives all the principles that I did in the past year to achieve the numbers that I achieved, right? From the engagement process, the messaging process, the content delivery, the different types of content that you should put out, the different styles of content that you should create, the formats, absolutely everything. But I'm not really the best comparison because I spent I spend an unhealthy amount of time on the LinkedIn platform, right? Typically, I wouldn't advise anyone generally on the computer or on your phone a couple of hours a day is great but if you have the tenacity the, the if you have the tenacity and like the eagerness to be very consistent and spend 8 to 9 hours a day you're going to figure it out right you're going to figure out what works because you dedicate so much time and energy into one specific thing you're going to learn the hacks or the tricks and things like this but to give a bit of value here one thing that I do, which probably most people should do, but there are incredible content creators out there, um, especially in our space, which I notice they do not do this, but they've got the luck and the content just goes out and they get 10 million impressions. But I make sure every single day before I post, I spend 20 minutes engaging with my network. I engage in other people's content because that then tells the algorithm, Kevin, that all right, this individual that just engaged in your post, They've just put out a post too. If they see that that you are engaging in their content quite a lot, they may click on your profile and turn turn on your notification bell, right? Then they're prone to seeing your content on a more regular basis. So probably was going to talk about this later on, but I think I'll just dive in because it's totally appropriate. Um, There's a 1000 true fans theory, right? Which is written by... I forget the name, Kevin something. I think it's Kevin Carey. I okay. Know. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it was written by Kevin, right? Yeah. Um, but there's this guy called Kevin. He's got, like, I want to just quickly put it up just so we don't trick the audience. 1,000 True Fans Theory by Kevin Kelly, all right? Not Kevin Riedel. Sorry, Kevin. Unfortunately, um, okay. <laughs> but essentially, what this thing is, this theory is, The 1,000 true fans theory is the creator economy that we're in right now. Everybody believes that they need a million followers on TikTok, on Instagram, on the LinkedIn platform, where in reality you don't. There's people like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West who, if you read the data and if you have a look at who goes to give these people a connection or the follow, a lot of their engagement is actually fake these are top-tier celebrities. This is just a persona that they have to go by. For content creators like us who are like, even though we've been doing this for a couple of years, we're still really starting out, we need to focus on 1,000 fans. That needs to be our only goal. And the way that you get there is, identify 10 fans, right? 10 connections. So anyone for LinkedIn, go through your last 10 posts and identify the 10 people that have been engaging in your in your content. Send them a message, jump on Zoom, give them a call, engage in their content, build a relationship, see if there's any way that you can help them. Then they're gonna continue engaging in your content and sharing your content. Then from 10, you're gonna get 100. From 100, you're gonna get 500. From 500, you're gonna to get to 1,000 because the 10 people are gonna help you share your message to 100 more people. And it's just going to continue growing up to a 1,000. And this is what I've been really focusing on. Like yesterday, I put out a post to say, I've identified my core connections today, right? Because Mm -hmm. I did exactly this. I analyzed my content for the past month, and I could see the same faces over and over and over coming up. So I'm really dedicating a lot of time to reciprocate the love, engage in their stuff, and help them grow as well. Because I know in return, we're going to help each other grow together because it's, it's an exchange. That's all it is.
0: You said a couple of very interesting things now. Uh, first of all, let me get back to the comments and I fully sign and agree with that. That really, really works, right? Mm -hmm. If you post something also works right after you posted it and you write some comments, engage with posts or even just send messages, with uh, two people they are more likely to see your post and also engage with it so that's a big big plus and as you said it's like uh, one of the biggest uh, leverage for me at least one thing that I found now really interesting and I'm not sure uh, may- maybe I'm doing something n- negatively uh, different here is you said Building relationships uh, with your ten true fans and everything. When I look at my posts, these fans completely change every couple of months for me at least.
1: Interesting.
0: M- maybe it's, it is because I change my content strategy uh, over and over and have different topics sometimes. But um, m- maybe I have some mistakes here. But
1: there's no yeah. mistakes. It's all allowed. I- Right. And I think the most important takeaway that you can have for yourself on that is how do you keep the momentum for the people from a few months ago? Right. How do you keep them from coming back? And it goes back to the engagement and commenting on their posts and keeping the relationship going, because what may happen is in between the two months when they were engaging in your post, they may have found other content creators that they're enjoying. They may have been speaking to other people. So the algorithm is gonna start pushing their content, right? And this is why for me personally, it's very important. And you see this from my content every every single day across five days when I'm posting, because I don't really post on the weekends. I try to post a couple times in the day, sometimes three or four times in the day, but every post is very different because I understand what my audience wants. There's some people that want memes. There's some people that want really factual information. There's some people that they would like to participate and engage in a poll. There's some people that they want information on what I'm doing. There's some people that they just come for the networking posts that I create. So I make sure consistently I'm providing a variety and... People may not realize this, but content calendars are great. I mean, it's great to to plan in advance and to understand what you're putting out over the next 7 to 14 to 30 days. I don't do that myself because I'm very impulsive with my content. I like it to be super organic and come from the heart and not premeditated. So in that moment, if I'm not in the mood to do a networking post, I'm not going to do it. If I'm in the mood, I'm going to do it. Because for the networking post, it can get maybe 100 to 200 comments within the space of three or four hours. So what I would do is put on my headphones and just sit in the comments for two or three hours, not do anything else. Like It takes a lot of commitment. But the biggest takeaway from this is 99.9% of every relationship, partnership, and sale on the LinkedIn platform starts in the comments section for me. So just have that in mind. There's opportunities. You just have to be commenting with each other.
0: Love it. Yeah, um, absolutely. I see that myself, Uh, the comment section, as mentioned before. That's the leverage, right? And especially when you don't have a lot of followers or connections, then that's basically the only way to go, right? Because what do you want to do with usually a hundred impressions and nobody engaging with it? You need to engage first, oftentimes. At least that's my experience. Could be wrong here. Spot on. Um, but really love that. Really, guys, uh, people out there comment more. And speaking of that, re- building relationships, right? which is a really significant factor on social media, we have seen a water, I would say, emerging phenomenon. I pronounced pronounce it wrong. Uh, again, And that's communities, right? And as far as I know, Zach, you have a community yourself. Do you want to share with us how you did this? How to build the community from scratch? Like uh, we have a separate podcast on that, right? But I think you have a new one. It's called the 100 Community. Want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: cool it's more like a social experiment to be completely honest and i'm instantly smiling because the people in this group are literally like my best friends right now i appreciate every single one of them because they're grinding and they're grafting really hard so what's the 100 community in january of this year i reflected on everything that i did in 2022 took on loads of clients, generated loads of impressions, got married, right? Had a great year. Thank you. <laughs> but something was missing. Even though I put content out and that's my way to give back, I was trying to find a way that I can identify a set amount of people and help them grow with no financial incentive, right? Because as a business person, there's always a financial incentive. But then when you want to build a community and there is no financial incentive you're either really motivated to do it or you're going to give up and you're going to call it a day i'm very different so i began analyzing people's profiles of people that have been engaging with me over the past year essentially i found 100 people to begin with and i was like okay the 100 what can i do with 100 people how can i give back and genuinely help them so I pinged them all out a deck that I created, which broke down that over the next 12 months, I'm trying to identify 100 people that I can help increase their engagement, increase their impressions, and help them generate more sales and help them build a better brand for themselves on the LinkedIn platform, specifically on the LinkedIn platform. The idea came from, at the beginning of January, there's this awesome dude on Twitter called GratefulApe.Eth and also Beast.Eth as well. They both approached me about this. And they created this 21 thread challenge, right? Where over a period of 21 days in January, um, they got together a community and the challenge was to create a thread on Twitter every single day for 21 days. And it made me realize these guys have no financial incentive for doing this. They're genuinely trying to help people grow And the love and the excitement and the passion in that community is exactly what I needed to kickstart my year off. So I was like, all right, the inspiration's there. How are we going to do this for a hundred people? So we created a Slack channel. We created some like, um, some private group chats right on the LinkedIn platform where we give each other advice. We meet on a regular basis as of only recently, right? We meet every single Thursday. Um, And we have community members from like all over the world. So I do two meetings on a Thursday, one at 10 a.m., one at 5 p.m., where we get together, we share our experiences for the past week, we talk about what kind of content strategies that we can do. And only as of last week, um, we decided that part of the sessions that we're going to do is going to be focused on emotional support as well. Because this is what's missing from community. So many people often talk about This is going really well. I had 5,000 people join this. We had so many awards over here. We sold X amount of NFTs. No one's talking about the struggles. No one's talking about, I put content out and it's not getting seen. I'm not able to sell my services. I couldn't sell my NFTs. I couldn't grow my community. So we're beginning to open this up. So it's more like a family or a support group than an actual community. And what's working really well is... Every single person that joins, they have the tools, the resources and the opportunities to be there at the end in December. Because if they stick to every single thing that me and the community, it's not just me, it's community run. All the advice, all the challenges, all of the, the resources and the strategies that we provide to the community members. If they were to execute this every single day, and it probably takes 20 minutes or an hour a day to do it. By the end of the year, you would have 10x your engagement, your clients, your impressions. But not everyone is going to have the internal will and motivation to do this. So in order for me to identify 100 individuals throughout the year, I'm going to have to add 20 to 30 new people every single month. So right now we've got 150 people in the community in total, 149, I think, not including myself, but there's only maybe 32 people that are really active and they're participating in everything, right? That's an internal thing, right? Some people at the beginning, they have the the motivation, but as of when it comes to like the really tricky stuff that may take 10 minutes or an hour, they're not gonna do it. And this is why I class it as a social experiment because it will be very interesting for me to see by the end of the year by the end of the year was i able to help 100 people do what i do
0: a question and that's yeah. completely free
1: 100 brand building okay 100 that's cool yeah awesome yeah. so like yeah. we talk about okay um it's the reason why i wrote that book Right. Crushing it on the LinkedIn platform because I was like, all right, I can give everyone like content calendars and we can do masterminds and all of this stuff. But why don't I give them a step by step guide? Right. And show them this is everything that i done, just like as I said about how we help the agencies and stuff, we're giving our blueprint away. Because if I had a mentor ten years ago who told me all of these things, I'll be a billionaire right now. I literally would. Right. But sometimes you have to learn stuff by yourself, and that's cool. But again, if you do things individually, you'll be successful. If you do it together, you'll be legendary. So it's completely free. There could be opportunities to monetize this community and help everyone, like a right? earn from the community in the future. But right now, it's just like, all right, we have a bunch of people. Are you prepared to help each other grow? And that's it.
0: Well, what's really cool about this is we are only talking about people here, right? Which is somewhat the topic of this podcast anyway. So speaking of people that buy from people, why going maybe back uh, to the root of, of the cause or whatever, why do you think this is the case? Why don't we just buy into brands or buy into maybe even better products, but which don't have some kind of face or personal brand attached to it or a weaker company brand.
1: It's because of how social media has taken over our lives more than anything, right? Um, There's a TikTokification of the internet that we're all going through right now. Our attention spans are super short because we're swiping and swiping and swiping all day. We're just browsing through content. More people consume content on social media than TV right now, right? But if we have a look at when we were kids, we'll go home after school, turn on the TV, enjoy ourselves, go out and play, Yada yada yada. We don't do that anymore. So why people buy people and not products is because it's how our brains have been trained to consume content that's created by other individuals and not content that's created by brands. Every single TV show, every single film, every single like, I don't know, store inside a supermarket, right, was created by a brand and they used people to promote their brand. Now everything's being flipped and people are using their brands to promote their brands and they're using themselves to promote their brands. So I just honestly think if you genuinely want to grow as an entrepreneur, what you need to do, again, 1,000 fans theory, identify 10 people that like you for lack of a better word, give them value, provide them loads of education on what you're doing and how you can help them. And then you'll just see your brand grow.
0: That, that, as I said, that's a really, really interesting thought model because it goes quite the contrary of this vanity metric thing, right? I need to collect as many followers as possible and need to have a lot of likes and these kind of things. But well, if you have these 10 people or 100 people or a thousand people then i fully agree with you you're probably fine right um, so i don't know zach uh, if you want to add something to that otherwise i would say thank you for being here and i would love to hear maybe three things as always that you want people to remember from this cool session
1: number one takeaway is subscribe to the waiver podcast this message was not sponsored right <laughs> like genuinely subscribe the people that kevin interviews like the amount of the knowledge that you generate in such a short amount of time is priceless right the guests that he's had not including myself like the guests that including he's had yourself. On the show, <laughs> is, like they're phenomenal and they're trial blazers in their space and they're doing really good things so if you're searching for a new podcast if you found this from even me or kevin sharing go onto YouTube, go onto the other platforms where he advertises podcasts and and check it out. You can cut that out and use that as promotion, feel free. Um, Thanks, mate. What's another takeaway? Like, treat people like people and don't treat them like a customer, right? The money will always come 100%, but if you're good at what you do and you know that you're good at what you do, but you're just not getting opportunities, It could be that financial pressure is coming into your head it happens to all of us at one point in our life and you tend to forget the value of human interaction and that's completely completely normal right um but try to value that human interaction so much more since the past three years right since we've had this whole world changing event um We've spent more time behind a computer. We've spent more time on Zoom and Google Meet and places like this that we've lost touch with ourself. You know, we've lost touch with actual reality. Try to bring that back. Don't change your day-to-day routine if it was working for you. But just, like, really appreciate human beings for being human beings. And the final takeaway is, well, why not? If you want to crush it on the LinkedIn platform, go to linkedin.com type in Zach Derris and DM me crush it and I'll give you my book <laughs> or if it's in the description just just go in the description and it will be it. added Yeah. cool yeah so just click on the link in the description and you can download the book it's free and I hope it helps you
0: awesome hey thanks mate really for the amount of value that you're spreading all the time thank you. and yeah again for being on the show with that thank you Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you for your time. (laughs) Ciao.
0: Ciao. WaveAct, the web-free software company that understands what you want.